has a phone playing music pushed up against his head. He's got his hood down. He's, he's listening like, to some Coldplay, which, you know, who can begrudge him? He's, uh, he's like leaning. If you can imagine when someone sort of, you know, puts puts their phone between their shoulder and their head, what like as if they're carrying something else and then talking on the phone. It's kind of like that, but then he sort of got it all encompassed in the hood of his hoodie. It's a hard time. It feels like the, among the people I know, there's this definite mild epidemic of being vaguely sad and sick mm. and like sitting on my rock eating my donut earlier i was watching out at the world and thinking people are making an effort and they're going out and about and they're doing what they can with the liberties we've got but like there's it a it feels harder now look to to paint a picture it's 2020 things haven't gone exactly to plan uh here in new zealand we were lauded world over for our brilliant response to the and COVID lauded for Lord. Disease. And lauded for Lord too. People said good music. The the, 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 the critical reception to Belladrama was certainly better than the sort of um, sales. We were also lauded for Lord of the Rings. Mm-hmm. Lots of lords here. Uh, look, there was a resurgence. Wouldn't go as far to say a second wave, but definitely a resurgence. And so we're back to what we call level two at the moment. And the air is a bit grimmer. I think although the global the global mood in 2020 has certainly been more down for me personally mm. I think it's it seemed like my friend group was much more kind of widely depressed in 2019 it seemed like everyone was going through a really fucking hard year that year personally 2019 is my worst of the last five years 2020 would probably come in um, third best slash third worst. 2019, yeah, for me contained some some real high points, but certainly the lowest lows, probably of my life. Yeah, for me it comes in third. Uh, 2017 is in second for any yep. fake fans. Wait, tw- as in worst for me? Yeah, uh, yeah. 20, tw- 20 oh, This is intensely personal, but fuck it. No, no, 2019, no. 2017, 2020, 20. Oh, this is in terms of. I want to. Worst to best. Two. Yeah, okay. Oh, yeah, okay. Uh, So the best has been 2016 of the last five years. My worst was like late 2017. Yeah. To like late 2018. Like a calendar year, I'd say, but not. No, that's not. That's not calendar year. A a year. But not within the one, you know. I, yeah. I have no, I, I, know I have some nostalgia for the period in 2017, when all of us were struggling to an extent. Mm. Uh, it's good to be in it. Uh, 2019 was probably my best year. Wow. Yeah. Nice. Well, yeah. Alistair and I were languishing. Look, it's all it's all crazy, you know. But the global situation, shout oh. out. But everything, you know, bad stuff happens, doesn't it? It's so fucked. Better believe it does. I if you don't believe bad stuff happens. I want good stuff to I'd happen. I'd like to be you. You're living in a good world. But I also want neutral stuff to happen. And yeah, I want bad stuff to happen. I want, I don't know, kids to be mauled by tigers and stuff. You've got to have some sort of balance. Got to spice it up. Ideally, just kids being mauled by tigers. Just more of that. Less COVID, more tigers. I'm not going to come out in favour of that on the off I wish, chance I wish that a it kid didn't gets happen. mauled by a tiger soon. I wish it didn't happen. Because then you're going to look like a real bad guy. <laughs> Lest we forget. Yeah, if a tiger escapes from Wellington Zoo in, in, in the upcoming... We do have a tiger. The yep. upcoming days. If a child falls into the tiger enclosure... Pretty hard to fall. And the tiger gets shot Someone and turned did. into a global meme... Someone did climb sad. into the tiger enclosure at Wellington Zoo really? years ago. And yeah, and they, what a mad They died. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. 
They yes. So to, sorry to laugh. Them or? Uh, no, no, I think the tiger. I feel like the tiger killed them. The tiger shot them. Fuck. They had to kill a lot of the baboons in Wellington Zoo because their social order broke down, and there was no way they could continue living without like destroying each other. It was bleak. Pretty hard. The the baboon exhibit was um baboon. always. A great source of joy because you could see their red bottoms and and their willies went up and down with no regard to conventional sexiness. Like, <laughs> like you see Cheerio them, and it's like sausages. They you were. are not looking at a porno magazine, and yet red and plump, and you're not even touching the thing, and it is going up and down like a like a like a streamer, like a party, like a, you'd blow it, and it goes. Whoo. I remember in primary school, that's elementary for you American folk. And when, you know, word was starting to get out about erections. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> they tried to cover it up. But <laughs> and I was like, hang on. I've got my finger on the pulse. And this is something that's happening to more people than just me. And I remember people tried to sort of talk about it as if that was what happened when you needed to pee. They're like, mate, yeah. when, I, when I need to pee, I get rock hard. I was um, always quite a brain box. I was quite an authoritative kid. So what... You know, if I said my opinions with confidence, people would believe it. And when I was about eight, I was pretty Can sure. Confirm. And I said that this is true, that um, erections are when you, your poo goes into your <laughs> into your willy. And it makes it all hard because that's poo. Poo is hard. Yeah. And I remember sitting on the swing explaining this to my friends. <laughs> they were like, yeah, no, this this doesn't sound entirely true. But like, you were, you were telling me this and maybe it's my poos. Um, this was before the days of widespread kind of before uh, the bloody internet, before smartphones. Exactly, before the internet, smartphones, the before internet definitely existable. Yeah, but yeah, 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 yeah. Lying was so much easier and so much more fun. <laughs> um, I still lie, but I've got to, I've got to be a best liar. A lot of told uh, us during this first season of the podcast, he turned to me and said, "I've got a secret that I've sort of <laughs> says, I've got a thing that I've told you that I've led you to believe is true, and one day I'll, I'll reveal yeah, what that was." It's, it's was real. Fake. It's real simple. Um, I told you that I saw. Oh, wait, are you telling me now? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I told you that I saw the. I guess 2016 December release of Star Wars movie or whichever one that was. Oh wait, the one in twi- the one in 20 the Last Jedi in 2017. Yeah, or Force Awakens or one of them. I said, yeah, I saw it in cinema. I actually saw it twice, and like I, I was was oh, the biggest I do, fan. But I do remember. No, no, no you, I remember you saw. You were telling me that you'd seen it and yeah. that you really enjoyed it. H- haven't seen it. Yeah, that was the, that was the lie. I Don't. Think, Alistair, we saw that one together, and you were a fan at the time. You've obviously wait, come around, wait, and wait, now wait, you're some kind of yeah. Okay, Last Jedi, I think, was good. Yeah. Force Awakens, I don't think I was ever really a fan. See, it would have had Look, more impact back in the day, but I was I was lying about that. Let's not get into Back in the day, it was a hotter lie because I was challenged about it more often. But um, that J.J. Was, Abrams? Bad storyteller. J.J. I disagree. Jay Jenks. I'll link you to I'll link you to a critical essay. Yeah, I bet that person hates <laughs> women and is a bad guy. <laughs> you can, pretty good guy. You can't. Who is it? Is it someone I'd know? Uh, oh wait, how are you saying that you, a person that you know writes this? No, 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 not not, uh, not right. someone I know personally. Right, right, right. Uh, but uh, just just someone who wrote a kind of a pretty, I think, on Your the mate? mark takedown of J.J. Abrams storytelling. Your I best mate. J.J. Abrams is a good ideas man and is good at throwing many things out there and saying, what about this? What about this? And creating intrigue. I think 
Can I? He's not necessarily the person you want to follow through with those things. Can I drop all my J.J. Abrams knowledge? Yeah. Yep. In a Doctor Who podcast I listened to in 2011, they said, J.J. Um, Abrams uses a lot of lens flares. Mm. Is that true? He did, he did it a certain... When he made that the, when he made the star, when he made the Star Trek films, he did two of so those. So in twenty eleven, that was pretty hot stuff. Yeah, that yeah. was a big meme at the time that he loved. Like the the sort of the visual aesthetic of those movies was that the sort of the camera was constantly moving and there was constantly sort of ba- wow. bands of lens flare. Well, look and it was who's a big chickens meme. have come home to roost. Call me Daddy Cinema. <laughs> when he signed on to direct Star Wars, it, there was a, a joke around the internet. People posted the opening crawl of Star Wars and they're like, "This is what it'll look like." J. James does it, and it had lens flare all over it. Yes. Well, good. Pretty I good am. Gag. I am at one with the zeitgeist. It consumes me like I a ball of flame. J.J. Yeah! Abrams, while perhaps not the best <laughs> storyteller, can deliver a very, very good kinetic uh, action film. Yeah. I think he knows what he's doing behind the camera. I will agree that visually, a pretty satisfying director. I walked out of uh, Rise of Skywalker and I thought, awful story. You, Pretty good visually. Hey. You messaged me and you said I loved it. <laughs> I liked it visually, and I no, I, don't, I I I I stand by this. I think it was a really a really fun movie to watch in the cinema, provided that you didn't think about any of the story beats. Look, I'm not keen to get into this now. This is not a Star Wars podcast. In fact, it's about another franchise called the Twilight Saga. Notable because it delivers neither visually nor storytelling. Was the movie a That's taste right. sensation for your eyes? No. My mother used to talk a lot yes. about taste sensation. Did she? Pretty good. Like, In what context? The, the quantity of the meal. Mm. I just want a taste sensation. It can mm. be a very small strawberry dipped in Chocolate. olive oil oh. and rice and as long as it's a taste sensation i said mum that's weird <laughs> you eat cat food and she said yes yes can i ask you a question about it is, she didn't specify a good sensation <laughs> yeah, as long as it's memorable <laughs> a question about olive oil for you so i cook dumplings Does he call olive oil yes <laughs> thanks for coming uh no look i cook dumplings quite a lot Mm. Just frozen ones in the supermarket. You buy them, you cook them up. I'm not. I'm not here. You know, that's all right. Pinching I'm not here to judge. The dough. That was going to be my. However, <sighs> you. Uh, so I like to do them. So most of the time, steaming them, but sometimes also pan frying them. And to fry them in the pan, I use olive oil. It's an, it's an oil we have. We do have rice bran oil as well, which would probably be better. Great, but great choice. I'm just used to olive oil. I, I use it. A lot. That's my my main go to. It shouldn't be oil. a main go to because it's expensive. It should be a, a semi go to. Yep, yep. I like it with eggs. I know you're not an eggs so guy. So here's but, um, the thing, right? And then I went I went uh, home to my parents' house recently, and we, and we had like and I cooked cooked up some some frozen dumplings, mm. and I was using the olive oil, and Dad was like, "What are you doing? That's weird." Mm. And I was like, "Why? It's just oil." And he's like, "You yeah, use that. You use that for your sort of Mediterranean <sighs> dishes. You don't." Why are you using that for this? And it's, I can understand this point, but I don't think it has a distinctive enough flavour. It's got quite a low smoke point, though, as well. I sort of smoked up the flat big time when I was maybe cooking potatoes and olive oil the other day, and it's right. like, you've got to really be careful with your olive oil. And Do you think it's wrong to use olive oil I don't in think it's wrong. Dumplings? I don't think it's wrong. I, I think every time, maybe as a go-to, it doesn't quite make so much sense to me because it feels like it's a luxury. It's a yeah. fancy one, and it's like you can explore that taste sensation um a bit more rarely and then it's more of a sensation but like i wouldn't i wouldn't stone you for it okay uh i'd throw some pebbles at you 
Because then my Try mom, to get them in your eyes. Then mum jumped on board too and she's like, I wouldn't have used olive oil. And I was like, oh, oh, look, I would have piled in if your family was like, because I, <laughs> I, I follow a crowd. Um, so I would have laid into you um, yeah. with fists and feet. But no, otherwise, like, yeah, no. It's um, whatever people like, you know. I'll let the, leave them to the devices. I'll probably continue. Now, now that it's become a thing, I'll probably fucking use rice bran oil like the masses want me to. I like rice bran, but it's a bit dull. It's just the the go to. It's um, it makes sense. As I say, the smoke point, you don't have to worry about it so much, um, and it's not too overpowering. Like canola oil, like be careful. Vegetable yeah, oil? Yeah, yeah. Why would you even use that? Sesame oil? Pretty good. I like peanut oil. Yeah, peanut, peanut oil. Peanut oil is pretty good. I like. I would only, I would only use that in in, in uh, you know you can you you you, you stir fry sort <laughs> well, of. Well, that's the thing. I feel like peanut oil is a relatively distinctive flavour. I mean, same with sesame oil. It's. I uh, once once was was baking with a friend, and the only oil we had available was sesame seed oil. So we we tried to make uh, a cake with that, and it didn't turn out oh. great. But um, yes, if it's that's too. my anecdote. Personally, don't think I can necessarily tell the difference between olive oil and rice bran oil. Yeah, this is the thing. I don't, think it, I don't think stuff. it really makes that much of a difference. But um, call me crass. <laughs> I call me a moron. Do. Yeah, it's behind my back as well. Really, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> listen to the last episode, folks. No, Jamie hasn't heard that one yet. <laughs> Sean, it'll, it'll cause a ripples on the internet when it goes out. Oh yes, the boys have their claws Ish. out. Maybe I'll shizzle. Jamie is. Yeah, it's crazy that he's still talking now after he was so thoroughly demolished. Um, you're done, mate. Look, so I think we've got to talk about our shining lights, don't we? I think we've got to talk about the part of the movie we yeah. like the best. We haven't, even yes, just, we haven't even stated to our audience here that the point of this podcast is we watch Twilight Breaking Dawn Part 2 once a week for 52 weeks. Well, now it's been done. Now do, you feel be- do you feel better about yourself? I, I was actually in the bathroom before, prepare, as, as we're about to do this podcast, and I thought, I don't want to do Edmund today. I thought I don't. I was real. I was real hard it. doing it last week. Um, it is. I'm thrown into disarray whenever you're not here because well, I, like I feel like you don't love Edmund necessarily. But no, I feel like sometime during the first season you took it upon yourself because maybe you did it in the first. I think episode. I did it in the first one, and then I was like, well, I guess this is my job now. Yeah, it's and not I, like now it was... I feel like a responsibility to do it. But I fucking hate it personally. Yeah. Oh really? Oh, do you want Alistair uh, to be the admin guy? No, like, no. I mean, we I can just, share the lot. I say I fucking hate it. I just feel fairly indifferent about it. I, <laughs> I, I usually like to do it because I like to, in the event of someone jumping in randomly halfway happen. through, I think it's I like them to feel like they're not like whoa. This someone is, this someone is started with episode twenty three the other day, that right? I know of, and um, so why? Just because they heard about it, and it's like it was the most recent episode. That's so weird to me though, because it's like this whole the whole point of this is the it's like, exactly. I would like this out of anything. Says me talking about this as if it's like some fucking huge deal, but. Uh, I would think the idea would be that you'd listen from the start to sort of hear how our, you know, vibe changes as the week weeks go on. True, but maybe you want to, yeah, maybe you feel like episode one's amateur hour, but like, it is. Mm. Um, you know, we, we're never particularly polished, but we love to get involved. We love to get dirty. We love to play ripper rugby. Um, <laughs> is that kind of like touch rugby, you have to pull the... You have band to, out of their yeah, shorts. Like an elastic yeah, there's a tag sort of on someone's um, waist. And you pull that because you don't want to get, you don't want to have a tackle because if you don't know how to tackle, a bad tackle is more dangerous than 
a good tackle. <laughs> I um yeah. I recently was at a twenty first, which is not common these days. Ooh, because obviously, I'm Jamie. I'm youthful. I'm the young. No, no. I, f- I felt very old at this yeah. event. Actually, it was quite depressing. Um, nope. No, but there was a there was a period of time where at, the three of us were quite often at a twenty first, mm, a, a regular event, and I felt so nostalgic for it and so sad. I was, I was because uh, a common occurrence is that we would sort of lurk around the back during speeches. And, and, you know, pass notes, do little heckles between each other. And there was one bit where I wanted to do a heckle, and there was, I was like, oh, where's Oliver? I was like, where's, where's Oliver? Big Daddy to, Oli? I need to pass on a little heckle to that man. Alistair was too busy being all Alistair serious. Alistair was to me like, oh no, even if these speeches are bad, they're from well, the Alistair heart. Alistair was genuinely. Fuck off. What? Alistair was. I don't you did. You said, I love these speeches and I'm horny for them. <laughs> oh, Alistair was, I actually do remember saying that now that you mention it. <laughs> Alistair was quite often doing the speech. Yeah, and boy, boy, oh boy, we heckled those. Great. It's yeah, when Alistair no, came actually, out. Alistair, so- was, Alistair was in the top tier. He's yeah, 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 a bloody yeah. sensation. Fuck, because some people suck at them. Some people are so bad at a, at a 21st. Alistair was once in the speech finals for impromptu speeches, and he had to talk about Justin Bieber. Oliver was my coach. My, we, yeah, we were allowed like a, a, a peer to help us plan, because we had like five minutes planning, and me and Oliver came up with a bloody banging speech. Did you win? I came second, which was not bad because the person who won was like a kid in the year above us. And I played the Rocky theme and made him punch some meat for five minutes. And yeah. I, thought, I thought this is it, he needs to get in the zone rather than any content based stuff. He it was knows just pretty Bieber. weird that Oliver did have that meat on him, but I didn't <laughs> question it at the time. He said I, he, I don't he, know. It was a, it was, it was oh, a kind of satirical yeah. take on Justin Bieber's baby, which at the time was. Uh, the zeitgeist <laughs> the premise was that he loved the song yeah and like quoted some of the lyrics and it was like I think I might have helped you with the lyrics because you probably were pretty out of the out of the way. Um, <laughs> possibly but look a lot I of mean, it came from Elisa. baby 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 like, yeah. as a coach I was comparatively useless but that meat was um you know, was 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 rotting, and to get your punches in, I could sell it off for fifty dollars because you were the second, you know, the runner-up. Your uh, your your name was. I want a box of favourites. I yeah. once, and, and then we had to get the, 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 well, we missed the school bus home, so we had to get the public bus, and we didn't have any money, so the bus driver let us on without paying our fare, which was really nice. We just we just gave him a Turkish delight and said, "Take care of yourself." I, I did. I did think about <laughs> offering him some favourites, and then I kind of decided against it. <laughs> on the ballad, which I mean, I don't know. In hindsight, I'm, I don't know. Maybe, maybe I should have offered him a, 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 a favourite after he'd let us on already. Then, it, it, just as a bonus, just as a sweet, as a quite t- literally, just as, just as, as a t- t- thank you. Hey, as you go, I'm on the way bus travel. It's one for free. I got chosen to be in the speech finals in year eight. But here's the thing: my speech. I was a bit of a naughty little boy in year eight. Actually, I was. Um, I was. My work ethic was terrible. I was cl- I, I was clowning around because um, of me, and I did my speech in a way that would now get me cancelled. Uh, so did Alistair actually. I did a voice. No, that's just fucking G <laughs> I did a um. I did this whole speech. I'm really uncomfortable with it. <laughs> yeah, well, this this is what happened to me, right? So I had the. Uh, I used to do this voice. It sort of made me sound. I don't know. It, it was just a not particularly <laughs> nice way of. I don't, I don't know how to say it without being offensive now. But I mean, don't. I would say don't do the voice, but I think oh, you can just I, describe the nature of the no, voice. And that's, look, the we voice. can we can accept that you were like you know twelve at the time. Yeah, it was just like a dumb kind of voice that you would do. 
do when you would mock someone that maybe had some sort of mental yeah. disability. Yeah. And it wasn't necessarily a takeoff of that, but I think that's just kind of like that wasn't the origin for it or anything, but that was just kind of what it's. It was that that ilk. Did anyway. you do the whole speech like that? Yeah, the whole. Speech, it was it was a random Character voice piece. I would do for my friends at the yeah. time, and then somehow managed to sort of convince me to do a whole speech on that. And so the speech was about how to make an imaginary friend or something like that. Mm. I, can't, I can't remember what the like topic was that led to that. But anyway, I did it because it mainly seemed like a, a way that I could get out of actually having to say anything of merit. It was kind of just like made the whole thing a joke. But then... Interesting. Uh, sorry. But then my English teacher actually Good. ended up really liking... Good. I noticed that. Thanks. I didn't I've want to get lash out at me. Oh, well, I thought you were trying to take it off me. No, no, no. I mean, I will now because... <laughs> I was given a speech well, I hadn't finished my story. by our teacher that hang was... Hang on, take team it. You, you hang on to that. Right. Well, I mean, the, top, the topic of the speech that I was given, and I, I repeat, I was uncomfortable with this at the time, yep. even as a, a kind of 12-year-old lacking kind of a moral social... Fiber. Well, a moral backbone. fiber, but also the kind of awareness... Courage. ...to articulate why this was so wrong. But the topic was the, the Asian menace, which... Right. Yeah, I know, right? Um... Anyway, so yeah, I, I did. I don't think I gave a particularly good speech because I don't know what a good speech on that would look like. But um, yeah. But you That's were my urged story. to do that by a Franklin teacher. No, yeah, I was. I was instructed. Like to he do was it. like, "This has to happen." And he was this like, is "This great. is your topic. This is great. Give yeah. a speech." <laughs> and I was like, "Ah, uh, you're a, you're a mouthpiece for a, a horrible." You know. was, yeah. No, this is good. Well, I mean, this he is just kind of like uh, that that risque sort yeah. of humour. Yeah, I think yeah, some yeah. people do. Some people are, yeah. And, well, you know, not that it's an excuse at all, but 2012 was a different time in terms of... Well, I think... <laughs> you were young. I don't think we need to... ...has come along a long way. My one was in Which 2009. Yeah. Uh, and... I'll be yeah, leaking fine. both of these to the internet. <laughs> yeah, so it ended up going... I thought I, thought I was going to get in trouble to do it, to be honest. But I, I, I don't... For some, for some reason, I was very devil-may-care at that point, and I just, like, sort of thought there were no consequences to anything I would ever do. Uh, but anyway, didn't get in trouble anyway. English teacher really liked it. Oh, said you're going to do that at the speech finals, and I was like, oh, hang on. then then it sort of became very real to me because I, I'd initially done it as a way to just sort of fucking goof you know off. goof off and not really have to do it. And then now I was like, well, now am I going to have to do this in front of two combined year groups? Up on stage, mm. uh, and so I just didn't show up. I did the same. I, 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 did the same. I, I didn't no. go to school that day. And yep. then suffer. I, did, I did that to a speech finals once. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. really couldn't face it. I was like, I'm not. I'm not about to stand up there in yep. front of hundreds of kids, do this fucking voice, get potentially cancelled. So I was like, I said to my mum, I was like, I'm not feeling it. I'm not going. I said, home. Adrian had to do the speech in yeah. my place. Uh, apparently, it wasn't very good. Liam had to do the speech, and apparently, was very angry because he'd since thrown out his speech. He said at yeah. the time, Oh look, we were we were and awful. People making these, um, frankly, second-tier people go up in our place. <laughs> well, uh, my, I mean, my, when I when I ditched out on a speech finals, my friend was the kind of person who replaced me, and he was like, "It was really good of you to like ditch speech finals that day, so I could do it." And oh, I was that's like, good. Yeah, look, I, just, I was just, I was just terrified. I couldn't do it. It wasn't well, because of you. Shouldn't have told him that. No, hindsight. Should have said I was should've giving just, you the. Should have just taken that credit. The reason why I don't feel particularly bad about it is because when she, my English teacher chose me, I said I really would rather not, and she was like, "Well, you have to." Mm. And I was like, "Okay, well, I just won't fucking go." There. It's nice that we've all had some success in speaking in the past. You know, yeah. it's like it's, that's credentials. If we yeah. had to do a podcast CV. 
Yeah, but, yeah we were nominated for these things that we did not turn up to. Uh, People like our speeches. We don't like doing them. Um, do you think we should talk about Twilight Breaking Dawn no, Part 2 at all? I this is an episode where we don't. <laughs> okay. We can say our shining lights. It was... It, I, I, I will just say this briefly. Let's do it was a fire. very unfocused watch. Yeah. Um, they didn't speak. The actors half, didn't halfway speak. Halfway through, I ran out to get beers because we were just so fucking <laughs> drained and... It wasn't even halfway through. That's the thing. It was probably like 20 minutes. It was, yeah. it was like 30 We'd minutes been infected through. by this September mood that I was talking about, this misery and illness. Um, I and was feeling some really good until the movie started. I was walking there. I was like, yeah, you know, like I'm feeling good. I'm enjoying being out in the world. And then the movie started and I just felt drained. I felt like something was sucking the life force out of me, much like a vampire would. Can we do something... <laughs> together at some point that doesn't revolve around Twilight yeah what do you want to do I don't know even just just hang out you know that sounds pretty good not, not within the oh, framework we'll of having to do the podcast like I like doing the podcast yeah all for it but it would be nice to also see you w- without having to do the podcast you <laughs> I know agree with mean? that I think come over to my house it's less yeah. painted than here yeah we we'll could play do a Sunday of- fun day Oh yeah. Well, when it's a bit nicer, I'm sick of this oh, shit. Yeah, yeah. Let's um, so, next weekend. Let's do it. Let's do it. Okay. Let's do it. We'll do let's this in the week and then forget about it. And yeah. we'll play Perudo, the fun dice game. Yeah. And we'll we'll have we'll have banter and we we'll go. What's happening in your life? What's been what's been going on? And we vaguely know that anyway. But like we can just forget the prism of Twilight Breaking Dawn Part Two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd love that. Sounds good. Okay, so let's let's quickly rush through all the segments just to cover the movie stuff, yep. and then we can go back to free time if we need, or we can end with the sketch. Um, all right. So free time, yeah, no, free free time, time sounds sketch. good. Maybe, maybe, maybe I, I maybe like not. ending with the sketch, yep. but um, we'll see what where it takes us. Maybe kissy kissy time. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah God yeah, knows, yeah. people out there need it. I'd love a kiss. Okay. Oh. All right. All right. Well, shining lights. So Mine was quick fire. there was a bit where um, Edward's in the back of the shot and he's doing a funny little laugh and I'd never noticed it before. I was like, "Fuck, he's having a good time back there. Good to see him uh, smiling." It's so nice to see Rob Patterson smiling, especially these days because he's got COVID nineteen. Godspeed <laughs> to you, Rob. Uh, my shining light he's strong. was he's young. He's... when the vampire Jarrett is sitting around this van. The, Jarrett. Um, <laughs> Garrett, Jarrett, who's to say really... The people in the film. No, who's to say, say his Who's name. to say really... Anyway, at one point, they're sitting around a fire. Uh, the Irish vampire says, no one does rebellion like the Irish. And then Jarrett kind of points at him and does a little smile. It's quite cheeky. It's quite fun. I liked it. I hadn't seen it before. It brought a smile to my face. I r- really... I really like the. I really like the. Um, oh, it's probably not been a shining light before, but just the performance of Michael Sheen when he's going, when he's going, only the known. It's like safe. that's the sort of thing that's like pretty hardcore, pretty full on. He's playing it up, but every week he just nails it. And that speech he's doing is like, yes, this is inherently lame. This is like he's not given this great character, this great dialogue, but he is nailing it. And every week I believe it. And every week I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna turn on him. But I love him every week. So good on you, Michael Sheen. He is in the attic, getting up to no good. Alistair the vampire. What's he doing in the attic? Uh, sure it's either Jamie or Alistair. I did it last time. I did it no, last week. Oliver did it last time, and I think the time before that I took. I honestly think no, no, Alistair did it. No, 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 no. I, d- I did it. Didn't I take? There was a time. Yeah, 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 yeah. But then no, I, I think did it, it might be Alistair. Okay. Um, this time, Alistair's in the attic because him and Carlisle. 
used to be lovers. Yes. And that's Preach. something I, I only noticed <laughs> no, on. this week. Yeah. I mean, I could go through my evidence, but no, honestly... No, but if you look through the scenes... It's paper thing. Where he gets out the car, um, he looks at him, he goes, Carlisle... There's just this, this energy between them where yeah. it's like there's a clear tension and... Yeah. They've I, sprayed venom over each other's chests. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, just, I just think that at one point they were in a, in a pretty intense love affair. It only lasted two months, but... They fitted more into those two months than many people do in a lifetime. If any listeners out there have attempted autofellatio, <laughs> send us an email at evenworseidea uh, at gmail.com. We want to hear your experiences. We'll read it out on air. We'll name you. I got there, but only just, and it wasn't very pleasurable. Quick question. Aro's reading a book at a point in the film. What's the book? I did it last week. Fuck you. <laughs> uh, so can I, bu- so I can say. Yeah. He's eating Eat, Pray, Love. Did you ever read that? No. Didn't see the movie either. I love two of those things. Uh, eating I'll and praying. Li- I'll let the listeners wonder. He loves eating and praying. I've never eaten in my life. I pray right. for love and it doesn't come oh, to me. And quickly, teams. What teams are we on? Uh, Esme. Uh, Aro. Ren Esme. What? What? <laughs> Define that a bit. Fuck yourself. You have to. She. I like. I liked when you were pointing out how few lines she's got. And I'm like, like two. Yeah, and I like that. I'm like, fuck. She just. Oh. She's just standing around. Fuck. I she only me. speaks when she needs to. And I just make five lines. Speak no, truth to, to power. Much more because she's <laughs> the centerpiece of this film. No, that works. And she's supposed she's to have emotional connections with the other characters, and she doesn't. Look, free time, mate. Free time. Free time. Free time. I don't want to don't Alistair, do you, have you got anything to say? I was told just before I actually you have that. I was told uh, <laughs> Jamie was holding both microphones. I was just double fisting. And I was like, mics. can I have a microphone? And he, he held on to it quite tightly. I now I am become god of the microphone. Nice. Um no, Alistair, I heard that when you had free time on the last podcast that you just talked about, about rock climbing. Yeah. So, so what well, I I'd, I'd just done a quite a good I rock climb. I heard you just done a good rock climb. Yeah, I was really pleased with myself for having done that rock climb. Is there something you'd like to talk about now that doesn't involve rock climbing? Um, yes, I'd like to say for anyone out there who's kind of going through melancholy or mm-hmm. well, I don't know, or just wants to can listen you, to a good song. Can you, frankly, can you like give me what your best take on melancholy is? I think melancholy is a type of sadness that is defined by longing. Right. It's a kind of... It's a wistful sadness that is reminiscent of better times. And you're sad because you're in not those times. Right. Get up! I would say... Stand up! I would say it's like a cauliflower. So, fuck, I fucked it up. Yeah. Is that song else? You fucked it. Fuck. Anyway, I was, I'd, like to, recommend, say, oh, I'd like to recommend a song, and that song is Let Me Stand Close to the Water. I love that song. Ye Ming and the Rumours. Alistair put that on my playlist, and I was like, this is a good song. Me and Oliver make playlists for each other. It's not quite every week or anything, but um, we, we make, make playlists we do for each other. roughly eight songs or half an hour or whatever you're feeling, and it's like, who wants some tunes, baby? Alistair this week, Oliver... Oliver Put a song on called Sex Dwarf, it's which <laughs> is incredibly randy. Um, if you're feeling really, really, really horny, uh, and for 
some reason you can't address that in any other way, I would recommend listening to the song Sex Dwarf by Soft Cell. Yeah, forget bloody WAP by Cardi B featuring Megan Thee Stallion. Sex Dwarf is the original fully horny tune. Fully featuring just... A kind of a, a, a production that composed mostly of sex noises. Whom out here feeling randy? <laughs> Apparently, the members of Soft Cell. Relax by Frankie Goes to Hollywood is also a good song about full sex. Let's yeah. do a um, sketch wherein okay. you guys are horny. <laughs> <laughs> what are you? Uh, I'm just a guy that I've okay. sort of stumbled into this situation. Well, well, where you know, are we? You know I, me. Location's I, important. Uh, we are at the McDonald's on Lambton Key. Oh, okay. That's I, like a bloody... I've n- come to... You guys are there already. You've already... You're sort of already in... Sorry, I, I know I cut you off there, but I'm just... Are we together? Creating more of a city. Uh, not romantically. We're, we're at the same ba- table? It's basically us, but a bit skewed. It's sort okay. of an alternate dimension. Okay. You, you're already there, I'm meeting you there, and I've sort of rocked up your mid-conversation. For the record, I've never once been horny, and I'd like that well, known. This is like a blimmin' New York coffee house in here. I've heard McDonald's used... It's, it's a fast food restaurant, but by the look of this, I look at this handsome barista. Look at this hash... Yes, I would agree. I would agree. This is how I am feeling as well because I love this venue. I love. Fuck. Oh. Yes. Well, I, just want to, I do just to just break the emotion. I do just want to stress that this is a shared apartment. Oh my god. Oh. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Fuck. Yes. 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 <laughs> this this McChicken feels like spunking on my chest. Thanks for listening. Mm.